Blog Talk Radio. It's Sunday evening, and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Your hosts for tonight's show are Robert Brining and Jeremy Dunn. They'll be taking your calls and speaking on the topic of the week. You're encouraged to call in and share some of your life experiences with us. The number to call is 347-215-9442. That number again, 347-215-9442. Welcome to Pause I Am Radio. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Pause I Am Radio. I'm your host, Robert Brining, joined by my co-host, Jeremy Dunn. Jeremy, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday to you. Yes, it's a beautiful day here in Philly. <laughs> oh, it, was it beautiful in Philadelphia? No, it was like 50s. <laughs> it was but, nice. But, but was it sunny? At times. It was a nice fall day. Okay, yeah, it was gross here. It was <laughs> rainy, it was dreary, it was gray. I slept most of the afternoon. It was fantastic. <laughs> That's always good. That's always good. It is. It is. I loved it. I loved it. So so what did you do this week? Um, let's see. This week um I did a lot of um soul searching. No. Um <laughs> <laughs> No, I did a lot of um I had an event today. My partner had an event so we went and took care of that. Um I had a surprise birthday party that I helped throw for my friend Tracy. Uh, Tracy's the one who goes on the walks, and today's her birthday. So happy birthday, Tracy. Uh, she turned happy 30 birthday, today. Tracy. <laughs> um, she's and we had she's how old? 30. 30. Oh, Tracy. Robert just yeah. called you out. You're 30. <laughs> That's okay. She looks great. Um, but she, uh, <laughs> she's awesome. She goes on all the um, AIDS walks with me. She goes on the World AIDS Day event. So she's, like, really cool, and she's into it, and she's really supportive of me. So I love her, and we had a surprise party last night, and we we got her. She didn't figure out what it was until we got there. Oh, that's awesome. Like, as soon as we got at the house, like, in parked, she saw her dad's car, and she's like, oh, my God, it's a surprise party. What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I just denied it. I was like, I don't know nothing. <laughs> I don't know anything. I but know it was a good nothing. time. Oh, awesome. I'm what glad you guys do? had a good time. Good. What did I do this week? Let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I worked. You know, my day job. Mm-hmm. See, what else did I do? What else did I do? Oh, last night, big event here in Charlotte, North Carolina. We had gay bingo. Oh, how'd it go? Oh, it was wonderful. It was great. It was hosted, or I should say emceed, by Shalita Ham. (laughs) Yeah, Shalita Ham. She'll eat a ham. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. It was fantastic. And it, it, we had over 1,800 people there. It sold out. Wow. And, yeah, there were, I mean, 1,800. Huge, huge turnout. And all the proceeds went to uh, RAIN, which is the um, Regional AIDS Interface Network. Um, and they are also a, an uh, ASO here in Charlotte. And uh, it, it was just a great, great time. They had some great numbers. The uh, bingo verifying divas, also known as the BVDs, were running around, and Dame Edna was there. So we had a great time. It was just a lot of fun, a ton and a ton of fun. And um, did they um, have a, like a final number of what they raised? Oh, gosh. Um, let's see. It was about $25 a ticket times 1800 <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering if they announced it, you know what I mean, like towards and, the end. Well, what they did is they did, do it, they did announce, um, because they had another special fundraiser that they'd like to get people to pledge for the mm-hmm. year, like about $10 a month, and right. they got $10,000 in pledges. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so uh, they did a great job. They they did an absolutely great job. So, very. And very I know something special, um, something kind of cool happened there, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later on in the show. So we'll let people hang on and, uh, immensely hang on. to to, to find out what happened. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You have to listen to find out what happened. Right. But, so I just want to uh, welcome uh, everyone in the chat room real quick. Um, and uh, remind you, if you're all new to first-time listeners of Positive Radio, um, you can join Blog Talk Radio and create a um, username and actually join in in the chat room if you free, feel free. 
and you can chat with us and the other people listening, or you can just listen as a guest. That's fine. If you're listening on a player somewhere on MySpace or something like that, you can join us live here at www.blogtalkradio forward slash POSIM. Um, tonight's guest is Charles Tyson, and he is an activist and a blogger. He actually just brought his blog over to POSIM. So I'm really excited about him coming, and uh, we'll talk about him when he, uh, he comes on in a little bit. But I just wanted to remind people on how to listen and where you can find us at. If you're on the Blog Talk Radio homepage where the show is, um, you can find our Twitter link there for the show, the um, link to MySpace, and also our Facebook fan page so you can friend us everywhere you are. <laughs> right, Jeremy? That's right. Absolutely, because you know we're, like, everywhere. Yes. And that, that, that and, and, okay, this whole social networking thing, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it mean, is a lot of work. We, we've got, we've, we, we've got Twitter, we've got Facebook, we've got Pause I Am, which is probably the most important. Pause I Am is the most important. Right. Just so you know. <laughs> um, we've got, we've got Blog Talk Radio, we've got MySpace, we've got all this stuff going on, and it's just, it's crazy. You know, I just wish they would, like, create a service that would, like, do all of it at once. Mm-hmm. Ooh, maybe there's a job. Now, there's an idea. Link <laughs> your really... MySpace, your Twitter. Well, there are, they do have ones that link your Twitter and your Facebook. There are yeah, ones that well, already do link both. I know those two things, but what about everything else? What if you want to, like, link everything to one thing? Well, we'll have to figure that out, actually. I may have a for that now that you just gave me that idea. But I want to bring um, Charles Tyson on since I have oh, him on the line. Here? See, I know it's him because you guys are in the same area, so the area codes are the oh, same. So it was really yeah. easy for me to know that it was oh, not yeah. a guest. There's a 704 <laughs> so cool. number calling. Yes, absolutely. So, Charles Tyson, <laughs> welcome to the show. Hi, Robert. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Taking a break. Hey, today, Charles. <laughs> You probably don't even remember me. Uh, I don't. Yeah, see? See, I told you he wouldn't remember me. <laughs> he remembered you, Charles, so that means you're memorable. <laughs> Where did we meet? Oh, let's see. Hmm. I used yeah, to volunteer so for MAP, and I helped you guys do the red carpet and red velvet rope thing over at the D-Up event. That was Oh, okay. Did you vo- did you volunteer? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember exactly. Who- my my okay, partner yeah, and I, I both did. Yeah. Matter of fact, <laughs> we didn't get a break because we were doing such a good job. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. B- because now that you're on the show, I'm going to completely make you feel guilty about that holy. Thing, but- <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Charles. Thank you for taking time out of your day today, and um, well, actually, it's the evening now, and, and coming on and sharing your story with us. I think it's really important that um, you know we hear a variety of stories, and I think um, you have a really, really touching one, and one that that you know people can take pieces of and relate to it. And I think that's important, and why we actually do the radio show is so people can find that similarity in each other. Right. So um, thank you for coming on the show. No problem. And um, let's see, we just brought your uh, blog over to Pause I Am, and the blog is called Unleashed, um, My Path to Acceptance, Truth, and Enlightenment in the World of HIV. And uh, you have your own link to your blog as well, right? Because you do one on your own, but then you also post it on Pause I Am? Correct, correct. And what is the link for that? Uh, I believe I'm on Blogspot, cgtyson.blogspot.com. Okay, and And then they can, go ahead. And they can um, link or click on that, and I post different blogs on each site, but yeah, I'm on Blogspot as well as Pog I am. Great. So um, let's start off a little bit, and um, let's see, we'll start off with... uh, when you were diagnosed, let's start there. Um, how old were you, and um, what was that experience like for you? Um, it was definitely a life-changing experience, I believe. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. I was diagnosed in January of 2006. I was a senior in college, and 
Um, I had a lot going on. Um, my grandmother had just passed away, and um, um, I was looking forward to facing the real world, and it was unfortunate that uh, before that happened, I was diagnosed with HIV. Um, fortunately, I did have some people who entered my life um, before I was diagnosed who made that process a lot more um, happier for me. You know, I didn't fall into the dumps, but um, I did have some people around me who um, um, helped make that easier for me. Um, my mother was the first person I told. I actually told her on the phone, and um, she <laughs> she had, she shared some interesting information with me. But um, thinking back, I, I guess I will have to say, I mean, it's been a long journey, and a lot of it ha has to do with my own um, introspection and how I view the virus in my own life and and, and what I do to, to to stay healthy and things like that. So your mother was the first one that you told, and, and she was accepting of that? Um, well, she she didn't believe me. Um, she was in denial. I think she's still in denial. But um, she didn't believe me, um, and, and she said, well, you're never going to get sick from it, and, you know, just take care of yourself and, you know, um, it's interesting because when I was growing up, she, she used to make comments as comments like, you know, you're going to get AIDS and die, and, and, and you know, you're a faggot. And, you know, so I heard a lot of that growing up, and um, I think the, in the back of her mind, um, she she thought some things about what she said, and, and, and you know. But um, it happened, and um, I'm living with it. It's, it, it's not... I'm not dying from it. I'm actually living with it. So that's the most important part. That definitely is. Um, so after you, how long did it, I know in the beginning of um, the bio that you sent me, it says that you, it took you about four years to actually accept it and to right. move forward. Because I know for me, you know, I, I related to that because it took me about five years for it to really sink in and let me, really acknowledge that I was positive and there was like I had to like do things I had to do something about my life and not just sit around so you know what was that process like for you in those four years um, well the thing is um, about that is and, and this is the HIV I had a lot of other things going on too I, uh, I suffer from depression a lot um, I experienced a lot of homophobia in, in different ways um, and I didn't feel like a complete person um, there were a lot of a lot of things um, going on, so HIV kind of made that made that situation even worse. It aggravated the situation, and I um, it took me a while to actually accept and love myself. Um, and, and I don't think you can love yourself without accepting yourself. So it took me a while to get there. Um, I had to, I had to go through hell to get to this place, but. Um, a number of events triggered that, but um, I guess thinking back in retrospect, um, I appreciate each experience because um, I can truly embrace who I am now. So, so Charles, this is Jeremy. Okay. So, Hi, Jeremy. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so, um, you have. Um, gone to you've gone through this whole experience and you worked at um a local ASO here in Charlotte called mm -hmm. um uh Metrolina AIDS project right correct okay and you were able to do all of this wonderful stuff so how did going from being diagnosed to working for an ASO help you in, in that transition? It, it helped, but, but not a great deal. Um, unfortunately, I think as a consumer working in the field, um, I, I, it's different. I, I think as a consumer when you work in the field, it's, it's different. Um, you don't, I don't think that people have the same amount as, the same amount of passion I have or Robert has and that can make, you know, working for ASO kind of difficult because some people treat it as a nine to five where people who are infected with HIV might um be like, Okay, well, what are we really doing here? You know, what are we really doing to um to confront this, this issue? 
And um, but I enjoyed doing all the work. I enjoyed getting out there in the community and, and making things happen. Um, I think a lot of uh, I think my experience with MAP it it allowed me to see um, how HIV was affecting the Black gay community, and it it allowed me to see the depth of the pain that um, we're experiencing. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess from that perspective, I was able to see myself in a lot of the clients that I work with. So what? So where do you see yourself now? Um, uh, because of the clients that you've worked with and seeing yourself in the community, so to speak. But what about you personally? Um, personally, um, I, I'm depression free. Depression free. Excuse me. Um, I haven't taken any pills in, in like over a month. Uh, well, I think I've evolved a great deal as a person, and I have seen myself um, change uh, in, in so many different ways. And I think a lot of it had to do with um, accepting um, the things that I couldn't, can't change. Um, I was actually looking at Robert's Facebook a, a while ago, and he had, made the, he had the serenity prayer on there. But accepting the things that I can't change um, makes a lot of difference. And HIV is one of those things that I can't change. Um, and 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 just believing in myself and continuing to um, pursue greatness. So, so well, it's actually pursuing. Uh, I'm sorry. Huh. <laughs> I was going to ask the question about um, something you can't change, and I just wanted to mm-hmm. continue down that that line of thought. Um, when you say it's something you can't change, what do you mean by that? Um. HIV is an incurable illness. It's treatable. I, I can't change my past. I can't change the fact that I've got it, uh, that I've gotten HIV. I can, I can take responsibility and live with it, um, and do what I need to do to to stay healthy. Um, I can make sure that my relationships with others are um, substantial, and, and that I'm I'm able to to. To, to reach out to people and, and show them, okay, you can live with this disease um, and, and you can move forward and accomplish all the things that you want to accomplish. It can be a definite if you want it to be, but it doesn't have to be. So do you think that um, you might be able to change the way people view HIV and the way that people um, view how, what HIV, you know, what the, the, the face of HIV um, I, I think I can. Um, I think that's going to take that. That's a collaborative effort, and I'm glad there are so many people that are working um, towards um, eliminating the stigma. Um, there's always going to be some stigma there, but it's going to take more than me. <laughs> but hopefully, um, I'm able to touch the lives of the people that I inter- interact with on a daily basis, and through my blog. Um, at least people are able to get to know me and, and, and see the things that I've been through and how I don't look like what I've been through. So, um, Okay, I wanted to um, touch a little bit on how you actually came across Pause I Am um, because I know that you joined a little bit before, like a while before you became a blogger. And, you know, obviously that you were going through the situations that you were just sharing about. Um, how did you find our website, and how did you um, get connected with it? Um, well, I came across Pause I Am when Shelton died. I was actually going through all of his email contacts, and I um, visited the website, and I created an account. Um, it kind of stayed there for a while. Um, I wasn't on the Internet much, and I was working a great deal, so I didn't really get a chance to um, interact with the members on Pause I Am. But recently, something out of the blue told me to to, to visit, and I'm glad I did because um, I, I needed that space where I could um, I needed that space where I could connect with people who are living with the disease and 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 and, and validate the fact that I'm not alone in this. So. Yeah, that's one of, of course, the main reasons why we created it and did the radio show. Now, I remember when you came and I was like so touched and honored that you joined um, because, you know, in your profile you mentioned Shelton. And um, I personally never met Shelton, but I was so inspired by the work that he did. Um, it was so 
touching to, to actually felt like I, I connected with him and I only would, you know, saw him on a video or through an email when we would email each other about our videos and stuff like that. So um, I just want to let you know that, you know, my thoughts were, were with you during that time and everyone at Pazayama, I was really, um, you know, touched by Shelton. And um, I lost my father. Um, I know it's a tough process to go through. Whether, I mean, I don't know, were you really, really close with Shelton? Um, yes, um, we were, we were, we were really, really close, um, in some ways, I think we were a lot alike. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I see that. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're a lot alike, um, and, and I'm glad that I was able to connect with him on, um, on such a, um, spiritual level because, um, I'm able to, to, you know, see the mistakes that he made and, and see what he did in his life and, and you know, carry the torch and, and, see those things out that he wanted to see. That's right. So, and, and, and during that process, did you find yourself growing a lot more and like kind of transforming into this person, you know, that you are now that is so comfortable and, you know, like ready to face uh, the world? I, um, yeah, I did see myself transforming. Um, <laughs> um, and I did see the result until, you know, until I got through the process. The process was very, very um, um, ugly at times. I, I had to take on everything and confront it, you know, from childhood up to now and say, you know what, um, you know, I'm 26 years old now. Um, I, I can't be tormented by my past if, if I really want to em- embrace and live in the future. I mean, live in the present. You know, I think all we have is now, and if we don't, you know, um, take advantage of the moment we have, then, I mean, it, nothing really matters. So, True. So, so Charles, um, I've been reading some of your blogs, okay. and um, I, I think they are terrific, by the way. I think you're just really kind of pouring everything out there, and I think that's, that's really, it's, it's heartwarming to see that, you know, somebody who's in, being able to embrace their their whole being and their and their and the feeling of all of that. There was something. Uh, that, what's that? Oh, I'm glad you enjoy. It's, it's definitely uh, therapeutic for me to share. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think it's therapeutic for everybody to read as well. It's very cathartic. Um, mm-hmm. The one of the interesting things, and I think it was in one of your earlier posts. And um, it, it was something that you alluded to, and, and I don't know if you want to talk about it here, or, um, but it was something that you alluded to about uh, trans, being transgendered. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I know that we have, we, we've got a lot of transgendered folks who, who listen to the show, and um, we've had a couple that have been on the show. Um, what's your experience? And and what do you have to say to those people out there? Um, uh, um, I believe um, transgender people have a very special gift, and um, it's unfortunate that society doesn't um, embrace the transgender community as they should because um, I think that Transgender people have the ability to see things um, from a very special and unique point of view. Um, I guess because sometimes I feel like um, I've always been different in the sense that you know my emotional and, 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 and mental self is is, is very two spirited. You know, I'm able to see things from a, a man's point of view and a woman's point of view. And some days, you know, I, I do feel like a woman. Some days, I feel like a man. So that's why I said. That's why I alluded to being transgender because I think that transgender is more about your outward appearance. Um, it's more so how you feel and, and, and how you connect with yourself and um, your faith spiritually. Um, so that's why I said um, that I, I was transgender. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I, I'm still working with that. I mean, I, I haven't decided to put on, you know, wigs and, and makeup on a, a day-to-day basis, but I just want to let all my transgender people know that I really love them. And um, I, I really, it, it, it's hard, you know, to be HIV positive, and, it's, and it's, it's just as hard to be a transgender person. So I think we should um, have more transgender persons on the show 
to talk about their experiences as transgender people. Right. Right. And so being transgendered, HIV positive, or identifying as being transgendered, I should say, and being Correct. HIV positive, um, a a person of color, um, all of these things that that Charles Tyson is, or and, and that you that you that you embrace. How do you think that those things, and because there are a lot of there's a lot of pressure out there to conform to being, you know, something that you are not. Um, you have a, 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 you have a very different um, path than many of us do. Um, how do you think that makes you stronger in battling not just HIV stigma but transgendered um, inequality or equality and, and education, how do you think all of that relates? Um, well, I, I guess fully embracing the essence of who you are is actually, once you get to that point, everything else is a piece of cake, actually. I think where you, when you get to the point where you, you say, hold up, this is who God made me to be, and um, this is what I feel most comfortable with, I love myself, and um, you know, fuck everything else, this is how it's going to be. I think once you get to that point, it's so much easier to tackle the issues that um, face the LGBT community. Um, because I, I was, because believe it or not, when I was working at MAP, I was, I was a damaged person. And I think if I was the person that I am now, I would have made even more of a difference because I would have been able to say, hold up, you know, this this is what's going on. This is what we need to do, and really believe that and embrace that at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So, so do you think that's that's made you stronger to where you are today? Mm, um, well, I've always um, had to, to to struggle in some sense. You know, coming from um, uh, um, Growing up in the projects, being the oldest of ten, and, and you know not having a lot, I've, I've always had to struggle. So I've I've never been a stranger to uh, working hard for what I want. Um, it, it's it's just it just so happens that at 25 years old, you know everything, the shit hit the fan, and I had to you know really tackle those things that were holding me back from um, being the person that I wanted to be and um, changing the lives of. Um, all of those around me. So, mm-hmm. so what now? What what, what do you do now? Where, where does Charles go from here? Um, well, I'm working on a number of things. Um, I want to go to grad school um, pretty soon. I'm actually applying to a couple of different schools now. I want to further my education and uh, hopefully obtain a doctorate degree. Um, um, I'm also working on a book. Um, I don't really want to talk about it. Yeah, I don't like the director's <laughs> process. But uh, I'm, I'm doing that, and I also, I'm also i also working on starting a scholarship fund um, for Shelton. So um, those are a couple things I'm working on, and I, I, I like event promoting too, so I'm getting back into that. That's always good. Um, you know, it's, it's always good to, when you get involved more and you start doing things, um, a lot of the depression and things like that seem to uh, preoccupy mind because you have your mindset on other things. I know, like when I, I try to keep busy, um, you know, when I get down in the dumps and I don't feel so well, um, or I'll, I'll write poetry. Do you do you do things like that? Uh, well, I, I'm getting more. I'm getting back into reading. Um, and tra- mm-hmm. I love to travel, um, but I've been reading a lot, and um, I've just been taking a lot of me time and, and, and meditation time and getting to know me and. You know, because I haven't done that in a, in a while, so I'm enjoying um, me, which is so important. That's always cool. I just want to remind people who are listening that you guys can uh, call into the show, or ladies can call into the show, or um, at 472159442, and you can comment or share a story uh, of Tyson. If you're, of Tyson. I keep wanting to call you Tyson, Charles. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Charles, um, 
uh, or something like that, or something Charles has done to inspire you, if you've seen or read one of his blogs, give us a call here. Um, or maybe you have a question for Charles, you could always call in at 347-215-9442. Or if you're afraid, you can always enter in the <laughs> chat room for us to ask uh, If you're, if you're <laughs> afraid. <laughs> well, people do that, so. Um, it's always interesting. So how uh, people can contact you where? Through Paz I Am or where else can they find you? Where are you accepting friendships? <laughs> um, I'm on Facebook, um, Facebook and MySpace, but I prefer um, them contacting me through Paz I Am or Facebook because I'm on there more so than anywhere else. So. There you go. Well, I have a caller here for you, so let me bring them on here. Caller with the area code, as soon as it comes up, 585. It lets me bring them on the switchboard. You're on the air. Who's this? Hello. Hello? Hi, Paz. I am. It's nice to finally listen to you guys' show. Oh, thanks for listening. Who's this? This is Javon. I'm Charles' um, gay child. Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> hi, Javon. Hi. <laughs> I just wanted to call in and um, tell the world and everybody else in Charles, too, that I'm very proud of her, and I'm very proud that she is um, my mother. When I met her, um, there was something really, you know, different about her. I liked her, um, her energy, I guess. She was very mature, and she was human, too. You know, she never, like, played this all-knowing, perfect role to me, and she was always somebody that I can come to and stuff. So I just wanted to let her know that I love her very much and that um, – she has my blessings on anything that she does, and I'm always here behind her. And I just want to tell her again that I love her, and I'm, you know, very proud of her, and I'm just glad, you know, for the things that she's doing because she's come a long way. I was sort of with her when she was going through, like, the depression, and it was a really tough time for her, and she kind of helped me out of mine too. So I'm just thankful to have her in my life. You know, it's sometimes really hard to come by decent human beings, and, you know, I'm just glad that I got to meet her. I love her so much. Aww. That, like, breaks my heart. That's sweet. So, lastly, I just want to say, you know, she has my blessings in anything that she does, and she's going to really go far in life. I love you. I love you, too. And it was nice listening to your show. I'll definitely tune in more often. Thank you for listening. You, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, that was so Charles. That that was was sweet. That was lovely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. You blushing? <laughs> oh, I can I can hear the blushing going on over the phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you can just tell through you know reading your blog, your first blog that you put up was uh, reinvention, and you know just the title of it kind of explains so much because. We all go through this process and this journey, and it's individual for every single person. And we get, you know, to the same point at different, for, from you know, from on different roads. That it, it's all a learning experience, you know. And, and through the hard times is when we really grow. And that's one of the things that you wrote in your blog that you know, through the tough times is when we realize that we have those strengths that we didn't even know that we had. So um, I just think that you are a beautiful person, and I think that. Like your friends, you're going to go so far, and you can just tell that you have so much love, and so many people love you. Um, I just, you can just really feel how real you are when you write your blogs, and that's why I want people to come and check out your blog because it's so real. You know, how do you stay real? <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's easier to be real than it is to, to conform and be someone else. I mean. Some people prefer that, but I think it's it's so much more easier and so so much more um, enlightening at the end of the day to to be who you are and to and to be authentic because I, I would rather be remembered for who I was than um, who I wasn't, and um, so I think everybody should realize that they're unique in their own special way and um, they were put on this earth for a purpose and. And sometimes when you really get down and, and, and really figure out what that purpose is, you're able to, to embrace it and, and be real with yourself and, and be real with others. I think people are more touched by that. Shelton was a real person. 
you know, and I think that's why he touched a lot of lives. He kind of, like, put everything out on the table. And, and a lot of people don't have the courage to do that, but that's okay because, um, you know, with everything going on, I mean, it, it takes a whole lot of courage to, to, to see the social conditions and then have the guts to act outside of them and do something about it. That's very true. I know, you know, going through experiences, you know, and I'm sure, Jeremy, you can relate too, um, it, it's it's tough to, to, to put yourself out there and, and, and put it out on the Internet like I have HIV or, or anything, you know, like I'm gay. Like, you know what I mean? Like doing things like that and on doing it on social networks, you're not only, you know, you are coming out to certain people who may not know, but you're also educating so many people because a lot of people view you know, certain kinds of people a certain way until they have an experience with that kind of person or really go, oh, well, I didn't know that, and, and he's gay, and, and I, I was cool with him in high school. You know what I mean? So, like, it, it's like an educating tool. Do you find that, you know, using your, your Twitter and stuff like that, that you're also educating people? Um, I do, and, and that's why I do it. Sometimes I'm very intentional and, and about, you know, what I what I do on the internet, and sometimes I'm like, you know, um, I, I'm just living in the moment, so let me put this out there. But um, we're living in a very informational, te- um, technological kind of kind of age, and everybody's on the internet. And I think the the, the quickest and, and the most efficient way to get to touch people's lives is through the internet because everybody's on the internet, so they're going to going to see and. Um, if I if I fail to to share my story um, in the capacity that I'm doing it now, then they're going to continue to think that HIV is this big monster, and you know it's going to take some people with courage to 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 show them that it's not um, for us to eliminate that stigma. So, Charles, I I want I I I've been dying to ask this question, um, and I think I've asked it to a couple of other people but I want to ask it to you because, you know, we're talking about HIV, gay issues, um, the whole, the whole gamut here. Now, what I'm interested in is, um, how you feel or how do you think that you would be able to affect the, um, issue with HIV, not just HIV, but also gay issues amongst the African American community. Hmm. Um, it's it's a lot of stuff um, in every community. Um, there's a lot of stuff in in, in the African American community. There's a lot of stuff in the Black gay community. Um, and I think the best way that I can um, affect the African-American gay community is through my own evolution and, and my own, um, my own, the way I live my life. Because, but because people are watching, and, and, and I think people are reading, they're watching, they're listening, and, and I've, I've had so many people call me and, and say, okay, I've, I've, I've seen this, or I read this, and, and, and I think that's the best way I can touch lives. Well, you um, definitely are. Absolutely, absolutely. So do you think that there is because, because, uh, and, and uh, you know, Charles, you've met me. I'm, I'm probably one of the whitest people you'll ever meet. <laughs> I'm white, white, white. And, you know, and do you think that the, um, the African-American community and the um, – the religious community, you know, because I, I, there's definitely some culture uh, um, influences, right, that 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 kind of perpetuate stigma and perpetuate the way people think about other things. Do you think right. that because you know, it, in case anybody doesn't know and you haven't seen this picture, Charles, I, I think I can safely say this. That you're an African American, mm-hmm. right? Okay, right. <laughs> so you would probably be better to speak on on some of those issues because, you know, we we get into these discussions about you know very sensitive topics about race 
and and religion and sexuality. You happen to be living all three of those things, I think, right? Mm-hmm. So to some degree. How, yeah, you know, to some degree, right? So mm-hmm. maybe not so much religion, but but you know, Spiritual. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I I don't know. So how do you deal with the with that influence um, in your everyday life with family um, and friends? Uh, well, well, I guess, like, thinking back, I realized that in some ways, I guess, growing up, I was brainwashed, and I think a lot of people are brainwashed, um, and, and some people are scared to think for themselves, and, 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 and that can have an effect, you know, if you're, you're taught from an early age, you know, that, okay, being gay is a sin, and you're going to go to hell, and mm-hmm. um, you're this awful person, and, and you're going to get AIDS, and... And, and all of those things, then you're going to end up believing that your subconscious is going to go, you know, haywire. And then, like, when you get my age, you're going to, all of that stuff is going to come to the forefront because that's what you were told for so long. And it can be really difficult um, to, 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 I mean, I think in the black community, I think a lot of emphasis is put on the family dynamic. You know, if your mother accepts you, everything is okay. If your mother and your family doesn't accept you, then, you know, everything, your whole life is a mess because your mother or your family doesn't accept you. So that can that can have an impact on the decisions you make and how you feel about yourself. So, you know, if, if you believe, you know, all of this stuff is true, you're going to go to this hell and you're going to, um, it, 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 you're, you're just this awful person, then when you're in the bedroom, you're not really going to think about putting on a condom. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's going to all of the other stuff is going to come to the forefront and you're probably going to think more so, okay, how can I, um, how can this, this man validate me? You know, how can, where can I get this love from and this intimacy? So, um, so the follow-up to that, yes, I'm sorry. Okay. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, uh, I was just going to ask you a follow-up to that is how has it affected you personally? Hmm. Um, I, I guess I've been there, done that, um, I've been there and done that because um, I happen to be one of those people. I don't want to get into organized religion because I just see so much and, and, and I'm like, okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm a very spiritual person, but um, I, I just can't conform to this and see all of this going on and, and, and really be like, okay, this is. <laughs> so um, I guess on, on some levels I have been affected by it. I think when I became HIV positive, it was because of the fact that I was promiscuous and I was looking for someone to validate me and love me because mm-hmm. my family didn't do it, um, society didn't do it. So who was going to do it? And unfortunately, um, you know, when you get into the bedroom and you you expect this person to validate you and and all of that and, what happens is you end up with a diagnosis. Oh, um, my Lord. That is, like, so exactly what happened to me. Like, it's exactly, like, looking for that validation in other, you know, in other people. And like you said, when you get to the bedroom, you look for that validation and you don't think of a condom and, and things like that. Right. It, it just, it's so real for me because that's exactly how I felt and exactly you know, the steps I went through, like, my family loved me, but they, I just felt like I wasn't accepted. And it was all, at the end of the day, it was all about me not accepting myself. Did you find that that was for you too, yeah? Yeah, and I think that validation, I, I think those kind of issues are um, the same across the board, regardless of race and regardless of religion. I think uh, people, a lot of people put on this front, but when they go home and, and at the end of the day, I think they they start, you know, dealing with the validation and the loneliness and the depression and all of that. And I think that um, doesn't have a color or a race, religion or whatever, mm-hmm. or age for that matter, because um, HIV is um, running rapid in, the, in, in, our, in our young communities, you know. And I think people, when they're younger, are most vulnerable. So... Right, absolutely. Now, all right, I have one more question here before um, we let you go, before we hold on to you any longer. Um, tell me, what would you say to somebody who is newly diagnosed right now, who is just newly diagnosed? Say a friend came to you and, you know, and they were, or a friend of a friend, somebody who just knew that you were a little bit more, 
you know, in tune with what's going on in the HIV-AIDS community and, and what it's like to kind of process a, a diagnosis. And they come to you and ask you, you know, how do I move forward? What do you tell them? I would say educate yourself. Um, definitely educate yourself. Read. Go go to the doctor. Um, and, and, and educate yourself and surround yourself with positive people and positive things. Um, that can be kind of difficult when you've just been HIV, just been diagnosed HIV positive, but it's so important um, to surround yourself with positive um, influences. Um, so I would say um, get a good doctor and surround yourself with positive things and positive people. Now, has there um, been like Paz a – uh, yes, go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, Paz IM is a, is a, is a great tool um, for people that have been – um, newly diagnosed because it, it proves that they're not alone and, and they're able to share their story and, and have an outlet for the thing, a safe outlet um, for the things that they're going through. So, and, and it's important when you're newly diagnosed, like you said, to have that outlet mm-hmm. somewhere where you Definitely. can just you, you feel like you can just let your guard down and just be yourself, even if it's in front of a computer screen. You know, <laughs> right? It gives I mean, you some like reassurance. Um, has there been like a book or a movie or something that has maybe inspired you to move, you know, towards this better place of acceptance that you have that maybe, you know, someone who's newly diagnosed may be looking for to find that, that peace with themselves? Is there something that maybe has inspired you to get there? Uh, uh, I, think, I think my experience is unique in what inspired me. I, I think mm-hmm. that, you know, the, the universe started um, – Talking to me, <laughs> um, and, I, and I and I and I'm a very um, intuitive kind of you know, a very intuitive kind of person. So I started listening, and, and I started listening to the universe, and I started listening to myself, and um, uh, so I, I I think my my um, evolution was different because um, it was it was very spiritual and very. Um, um, yeah, very spiritual. But so yeah. Spiritual's good. Spiritual's good. So yeah. Charles, thank you so much for calling into the show and, and, and hanging out with us for a while. I really, really appreciate it and our listeners um appreciate it as well. No problem. Thank you for having me on. Thanks, Charles. Thank you. And you have yourself a good night. You too. Oh wait a minute, Charles, don't go nowhere. Are you still there? Uh huh. Uh-huh. I have a caller okay. on hold. I have a caller on hold. Okay. Stay on. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to bring him on. I, I just saw them on the switchboard. Hello, caller 912. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello, Robert and Jeremy. This is Trav. Hey, Trav. You remember me? Yes, we remember you. <laughs> is your show featured on the, on the page? <laughs> it is. It is. It's all right, then. Hi, hi, Charles. Hi, Charles. How are you? I'm good, Trav. How are you? I was just thinking about you. When I said something, I, like I was thinking about you. It's so weird. Okay. Oh. That intuitive. I just wanted to say, before Charles got off the phone, I just wanted to say that I really, really appreciate people like Charles coming out and speaking about, not because of the issue, but because of, you know, people like us, like our race, more, you know, more specifically our race, because people in our community really don't like to talk about things of an HIV, AIDS, or sexual nature. It's just people clam up when that is discussed, and I really applaud you. And a handful of others who who are out there doing what we're doing, and I just want to say thank you. And thank you, um, Robert and Jeremy, for having Charles on. Well, you know, it's our pleasure. Thank thank you, Trav, for listening. You're welcome. It's a great big big love fest over here. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Trav, you have a good night, man. You too. Bye-bye. I actually have another caller here, Charles. Everybody waited right until the end to give you a call, so let me uh, bring bring the next caller on the line as soon as I... uh, Figure it out. He's gonna like push some buttons. She looks like Adrian Baylon. Hello, hello, you're on the air. Who's this? I, I hello. Don't know, but somebody's got some music going on. Hi, who's on the air with us? 
Hello? I guess not. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> I don't know, but somebody wants me to dance or something, Charles. <laughs> Something about Charles Baylor or something. I, I don't know what they were talking about, but it was a woman. There was a nice girly voice on the other end of the phone. <laughs> so who knows who that was. So if, if yeah. you are listening to this and you want to call us back, you can always call us at 347-215-9442, and you can talk to Charles Tyson, who we have in studio with us right now. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you're not really yeah. in studio. You're kind of... Well, okay, yes, no, you're in studio. We'll, we'll, we'll pretend that we're all in the same studio. Okay, well, I don't see them calling back in. I don't know if it was a crank call or what, but who knows. Well, Charles, thank you so much again for calling in and sharing your story with us. We really appreciate it. No problem. No problem. Thank you have yourself a great night. And, you Charles, I, I just sent you a friend request on Facebook, so friend me and maybe we can have <laughs> coffee or something since we're local. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Don't don't push me out of your life so soon. Okay. <laughs> I won't. I promise. <laughs> yeah. No calls. No nothing <laughs> from you. I I did this whole D up thing. And, you know, it was like I had a great time. Are you Are you feeling guilty yet? No, not guilty. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I love him. Okay, all right. <laughs> you have a great night, Charles. Thanks, Thanks Charles. Okay. Thanks for calling in. No problem. Bye. Remember, folks, you can read Charles's blog, POSIM Network. You can join the POSIM social network at www.posim.com. I just um, posted Char- a link directly to Charles's blog. So. That's great, but um, you won't be able to actually view the blog unless you join the social network, and we do oh, that well, to protect Joe, our members. Uh, well, gosh darn it. Go, duh, well, I duh, do duh, that duh, to protect duh, the members duh. who don't want, you know, duh, their duh, stuff duh. out there. Join so, now. Do that. Right. <laughs> I just want to remind people <clears throat> that next week um, it is going to be a show on um, – it's basically going to be our World AIDS Day show, and it's going to be – um, we're going to announce events, and we actually are going to have a, a guest who is going to join us besides me and um, me, Jack, and Jeremy. We're going to have a guest. Let me just find her name because, Uh-oh. no, I just don't want to um, mess it up. He's looking, again, kind of like looking at the switchboard, trying to figure out who's online, who's on the phone. No, he's, it was coming um, back to us. But, a, um, uh, <laughs> what's that? No, no, I can't find the lady's name, but she actually works for the um, Gay Men's Health Crisis. Yes, up in, Yeah, she works for them up in New York, and actually um, one of Jack's um, friends, uh, Rachie, um, who works for Merck, um, contacted me and said, hey, why don't you think about having this person on to come on and talk about World AIDS Day and, you know, the meaning, and who else better than somebody from, you know, the Gay Men's Health Crisis. So I thought that would be... Very cool for her to come on, and we'll announce events that, you know, going on in Philly. You'll talk about what events are going on in Charlotte. And yeah. Jack can mention New York, and then we can take calls and allow people to call in and announce events just so people can get prepared to find out what's going on, you know, because yeah, people don't know much. what's going on. I know, and it's just tons of stuff. Hey, can we talk about the big, the big thing that Yes, happened? yes, let's talk about what we were talking about earlier. So last yeah. night you were at this red carpet affair. Yes, I was at a red carpet event. Um, it was the Gay Bingo here in Charlotte. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, there is a Gay Bingo in Charlotte. Um, Eighteen hundred people showed up. It was a sold-out event. It was fan bloody tastic. And um, the uh, the MC, her name was Shalita Ham, and this year's. This year's theme of the of the bingo was Shalita goes to Hollywood. Oh my lord! So, oh, it was fantastic. They had big lights, you know, the big searchlight things that they had out front. It was going all over, and mm-hmm. and you know the the four, three, whatever they are, the lights, you know, pointed upwards where you kind of follow follow your way to. And it was it was wonderful, and I was. I was actually asked to come do a an on-camera interview with um, a gentleman down in Atlanta, and his name is Alton Condra, and he's with HIVTalkShow.com, 
and they do webisodes, they do news, they do blogs, um, uh, they do testing, um, and they also do, they have a um, search for aid service organizations and um, testing sites on their website. And Alton um, interviewed me, and I was able to do about a minute, minute and a half or so uh, and uh, for, for his website, and we're just, it's going to be fun. So keep an eye out for the next couple of days. Hopefully it will show up in the next couple of days. Um, and uh, I talked about you, Robert. I talked about Jack. And I talked about the show. So cool. hopefully it, it just give us a plug a little bit. Right. So, and, and by the way, I was wearing this nice black jacket with a white shirt. And my I was cute. I was very cute. Oh, also, just so everyone knows, I also had my AIDS bear with me. I had dad. Oh, with you brought me. dad. Oh, I did. I brought dad. I, did you take uh, pictures? Dad. I did. I've got pictures, and I'll be posting those up um, on Facebook. But before I do that, I want to send them out to Dab so he can get them onto his website. So, Daddy, they're they're coming to you soon. I I know I promised them today, and I, and I didn't, and I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> because I I was lazy and I fell asleep on the couch because it was yeah, a I, cold I, wintry day. I owe Dab a um something too so dab i'll be getting that out to you soon as well one of the other things i wanted to mention was that if you haven't seen it already um my hiv and me video <gasps> came out that i did with angina yes um, robert can i i'm sorry to interrupt but i, I gotta tell you that was wonderful thank you so much you looked uh, you looked fantastic in that little hat <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> that but wasn't it was really you, was cool. It? No, 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 Please. that was angina. But um, you, you look, you were terrific. I was just thrilled. I'm like, Thank I you. know him, <laughs> and I was tapping people on the shoulder. I know him. That's funny. He's well, famous. you know, it's a it's a series that came out where since you know angina came out on uh, national television on RuPaul's Drag Race as somebody living with HIV, she got involved with the campaign. Um, with the logo. So you can actually find it. I know right now it's in three places. You can go to logoonline.com and you can search um, HIV and me. Or you can actually go to um, the PodsIM community or you can go to the social network linked on podsim.com and it's on our home page and you can view my video there. Or you can actually go to, what is it, is it gay365.com? Or is it 365 so, yeah. gay? Well, whatever it is. 365. Yeah, whatever that is, Scott Kramer sent me an email this morning letting me know that they also have it over there. So you can see it everywhere. You can probably just Google it itself, and it will come up. But it was really cool to meet Angina. Speaking of Angina, she's actually coming on the show December 6th, so Angina Yay! will be back to I'm talk so about excited. this project, and it's really cool. I'm excited, too. And, and just so you know, December 6th, I'll be coming right back from Greece because I'm going to go see Greece with, um, oh, crap, what's his name? Um, he won American Idol. Tyler Hicks. Uh, yes, Tyler Hicks. How did you know? Because I know everything. I'm American Idol. Oh. I, I'm, it's a reality oh. show. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tyler Hicks is is playing um, Teen Angel, who sings be Beauty School Dropout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So That's I'm going to go see that with. I'm going to see Taylor Hicks in person, in live in person, and I'm going to be like fifth row from the from the stage. That should be cool. Very, aren't very you jealous? Cool. You're jealous, aren't bit. you? Yeah, yeah definitely. No, maybe it was Chris Daltrey, not Taylor Hicks. <laughs> oh, can we talk about Daltrey for a minute? <laughs> no, we got 60 seconds. I know, so I'm going to remind everybody <laughs> that they can find uh, more information about me at pausim.com and join our social network that is attached. And then you can find more information on Jeremy at positivelyspeaking.com. It's positively with a Z. Check out his blogs. He's going to be posting one very soon. I and am. if you're interested in becoming a Pazayan blogger, you know, check out the network and, and contact me. We're definitely looking for you to share your story on the radio show. We're always looking for guests. And once again, thank you all for joining us this Sunday for your hour dose of hope. Yes. You like that? Did, did we provide hope? We provide or hope. We hope we do. Provide. I hope we do, yes. God. <laughs> I hope oh, we give Lord. hope. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everyone for tuning in. Thanks everybody. And we'll see you next Sunday at nine. Love everyone. We talk about Have World a good Aid week. Day.
Yes, have a good week. Bye-bye.